welcome to Totally Weird and Twisted. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello. Welcome back. Been a long time. It really has. And guess what, guys? I hate to give you this bad news, but there is no objectum sexuals in this opener. Oh, Damn it! I know, it's such a fun topic. That shit has really gotten my motor running. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I have to show you guys this picture. I'm going to take a picture right now, I'm going to post it, because this is what me and Katie are looking at as we record. <laughs> my mom found we, the picture. Shout out to Mustafa Gadolari. Yeah. My mom, so he, um, he autographed some pictures for us, and uh, my mom found mine, and she framed it, and she put it on our recording table. <laughs> and that's what that's what we look at while we're and this is the most serious picture of Mustafa I have ever seen in my life. And when we were talking to him and he was he was signing them, he was like being a fucking goofball as usual. Yeah, you so would never like, know that from this picture. Yeah, you look at this picture and you're like, wow, so serious. Yeah, and then you're that's talking a serious, dude. Right there, you're, you're talking to him and you're like, what? <laughs> I know. Why he this picture? The biggest jokester. Yes. Yeah. We love you, Mustafa. We love you so much. Anyhow. Anyhow. Two weeks. Two weeks, guys. We are going on our first official paranormal investigation. Our first official that's run by us. Yes. We've been on quite a few. <clears throat> Excuse me, I just ate stuffed crust pizza. <clears throat> and now it's and stuck in her throat. Clogging my throat. That sounds so disgusting. Anyway. I taught her how to swallow better than that. I don't know what's <laughs> happening right now. Anyway. Yes. So this is the first one that we are 100% responsible for, which I'm excited about, but... I'm nervous. I'm nervous, too, because it's easy when you go with another group. You're like, oh, we just, like, they just tell us what to do, and we just fucking do it. And we tag along, and yeah. we're not we're not responsible for dealing with the client, and we're not responsible yeah. for necessarily the equipment and right. everything else. The one thing I'm really excited about though is, you know, we get to do the research. We get to yeah. talk to the people. We get to we get to do it from A to Z. So I literally thought you were about to say a disease. A disease. And I was like, um, excuse me? There's diseases there? <laughs> uh gross. <laughs> yeah, no. We get to do it, you know, the whole process from A to Z. Yes. So I am excited about that. I am a little bummed, though, because here in Virginia, um, bars and restaurants have to be closed at 10 p.m. So because um, this place now is a restaurant, right? Um, we can only be there until 10 o'clock. But the location is fucking amazing it and is. steeped in history. And so. what you were saying, because I was telling Katie I was so bummed because... I had talked to the owner and he had given me the bad news and he's like, you guys got the basement. So the restaurant's going to be operating while we're there. So we can't, um, we won't be investigating the restaurant part, but the scary stuff happens in the basement anyway. But mm -hmm. Katie said, well, it's kind of good because it's our first investigation. Mm -hmm. So we can just kind of get our foot in the door and only focus on the basement. And we can feel it out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And we can go back when the world is more normal. And it's less pressure. Yeah, I exactly. Think. Yeah. For and that first, made me feel better when she said that. Yeah. Our first official investigation, it, I, I think it'll be easier because it's, it, there isn't so much pressure. Right. Yeah. Katie's good at like, um, 
what are they called when the coaches are giving the speech? Like pep talks? Pep talks. She's so good at pep talks. She'd be like, we're going to rule the fucking world soon. I'm like, yeah, we fucking are. <laughs> yeah, me and Mandy have some like epic text conversations. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel like this is some, you know, high school coach pep talking his team and they go and they win the fucking whatever Super Bowl is of high school. Mandy will say something and I'm like, I can tell she's a little leery or she's on the fence. And I'm like, I'm fucking pumped. And I'm like, me too. We're going to do this. It's going to be amazing. We're going to take the world by fucking storm. And I'm like, yeah, we are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a mindset. Put that shit out in the universe and it shall manifest. Yes. So please pray to the paranormal gods that we get some awesome evidence on our first location and send us all the good juju send us we need the that good juju if you're a medium tell the ghosties just fucking come hang out and talk in our devices or in our eardrums <laughs> or you know <laughs> kiss katie on the cheek or <laughs> yeah it'll be the day after my birthday so oh yeah they can bring me flowers or whatever <laughs> right yeah so anyway we will definitely be posting more about that and hopefully we have some evidence to show you yeah, I'm really excited. Me too. At least, like, the best for me is if we got, like, two EVPs that were definitely... Like, clear. No explanation. Like, mm-hmm. they are just... There's no other explanation, mm-hmm. basically. But so, stuff like that. I'm excited to, like, interview the owner and the waitresses and that kind of stuff and get their stories. Because, you know, just reading about the history of the building itself... And everything that it has been since it was built. I'm like, yeah. this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I've, a waitress has told um, my husband and I a little bit just like while we were having dinner. Because yeah. I was like, I know this place is haunted. What's up? And the only thing that she told me, which we'll get more from them, which I thought was pretty Sorry. cool, is um, when they closed and they were, you know, resetting the tables for the next day and stuff, a fucking chair just slid out from the table. Hell yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, what? how do you explain that? <laughs> yeah. Unless there was like an earthquake, but then a lot of chairs would move. Right, it wouldn't so, just be one, yeah. But yeah, so they're going to have a bunch more to tell us, and we'll definitely keep you updated. And please pray that we don't look like big idiots. Because if we do, we're not showing you. Yeah, that's <laughs> so true. And we'll fill you in verbally and be like, oh my god, it was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll know if we're puffing up our fucking chest or not. But, and also, you know, thanks in part to Animal... Yeah, Animal Paranormal because... That's what got this all started. Yeah, he, one, gave us the confidence to do this. And he, you know, put the oomph behind us and was like, girls, let's do this. You know what I mean? Right. Let's do this thing. Let's make it happen. And so... he was like, I want to make this big. And we were like, okay. All right. We love you. It was another good pep talk. Yeah, he's really good about that. So... Yeah, and we just talked to him today and he'll be on our show... Really soon. Yeah. Yeah, really soon. So... Um, All right. I found something, though, that I want to tell you before we go to your story. Yeah. Because I just thought Is I should... Is it sh- sexual related? No, I already said no. God Unfortunately, damn it, Mandy. I'm sorry. I no. was hoping you were throwing me a curveball. It's not. Damn it. But this is something that freaks me out in another way because it deals with real people and real scary shit. And I have never heard of this before, so I feel like girls who live alone or women, they need to hear this. Okay. Because I'd never heard of this before. So a TikTok user known only as Jade shared a video about a bizarre message she'd found written. (laughs) This is really funny. Found written in the snow on her wheelie bin. 
On her wheelie bin. On her wheelie bin. Oh my. Which, for those uneducated of you, I'm just kidding. I'm really good. <laughs> for those of you that are too it's, fucking stupid. It's your big trash can with wheels on it. Um, Jade, who is thought to live in the U.S., claimed she'd gone outside first thing in the morning to put out her rubbish. Only- I'm sorry. None of these words are... These are UK terms. No, I know. But this is a mirror article. Oh, so but they're they, saying they've heard this story. Jade lives in the US, but yes. they're using their, their language. Terms. Yes. Got it. So she went to throw out her trash. You can say rubbish. These people only, will understand. Only to find two letters clearly drawn on it in the snow. The message read 1F. Confused, she recorded a clip of the bin and turned to fellow social media users for help about what it could possibly mean. But the responses she got left her feeling pretty freaked out. Is it like an apartment number? That's what I thought, but no. She captioned her video writing, What the fuck does this mean? Her post went viral, being watched more than 5 million times, and garnering over 944,000 likes. Because of a trash can bin that says 1F. Yes. Thousands of people replied, urging the woman to be careful and stay safe. What? One said it means one female. They're telling the people who are supposed to rob you or whatever that you live alone. Another person said it means that you're being watched. Be careful. Oh my God. Another one said, I'm guessing it's a bad thing, so stay safe. Another insisted that Jade call the police immediately. Someone suggested to put on the, or to put in the snow, uh, 2M. (laughs) So there's two males. Uh, but it's too late, I feel like, at that point, if someone already wrote that. So someone's yeah. been watching her to know, like, okay, no one else lives there. This one her. is one female, yeah. Another person wrote, you're a target, babe. Another one said, here in Ontario, Canada, it means single female. It could be used for many different reasons, but none of those reasons are something good. Oh, great. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, this sounds like something that should be on, like, Dateline. Jade later added that the comments had started to scare her, which, Jade, I don't blame you. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, they should terrify you. She made several more videos updating people of the situation. In another clip, she claims that she called the police, but there was little they could do. She says they told her to be careful and suggested that she stay with a friend or relative for a while. Following this, she decided to go and stay at her mom's house after a few days, or for a few days. She reassured her followers that she was doing fine, and when she returns home, she will not be going alone. So, what would you do in that situation? What would I do? Would you even think to post it on social media and be yes. like, what does this mean? I, I would, because I would. I would, because I would hope that the fuckheads that are doing that yeah. would see that what they're doing is going viral. God, it's this... I would want them to see that... Oh shit, I marked the wrong bitch's house. Right. I would want them to see that and be like, oh, we can't hit her house. But at that point, you don't know it's a mark. You'd be like, is, is someone, some kid writing on my trash can with their finger? You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I would I, have gone viral. I would hope that my if intuition I live... would be like, that. that's not right. Like, something's off about that. Yeah. And yeah. my intuition is always super fucking strong. Yeah. 
So I always follow my gut, no matter what. Yeah. I, I, I he just always, rhymes like Dr. Seuss. I, I am Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I'm his grandma. No matter what, I follow my gut. I could put <laughs> like a beat behind that. You could. Let's make it a trap <laughs> remix. Yeah. <laughs> With the baby shark. <laughs> No, but, um... I follow my gut, 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 gut. <laughs> No matter what, 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 what. <laughs> anyway. No, I just feel like, I don't know. I, I would post that on social media, and I would keep pushing it and pushing it. And the more views I saw, I'd be, like, sending it to, like, news stations and shit. Right. I would want it out there because but I know that whoever... <laughs> oh, no, that would terrify the shit out of me. Fuck and yeah, I would man. not stay in my house. No, no. I Especially if I was a 1F. Yeah. I would not be there. <laughs> no. Hell no. I've never been in a situation where I had to live by myself. And, and especially, now I don't think I could because my entire life I've had a roommate or lived with people. You know yeah. what I mean? And even if I'm in my house, because there's always so much going on in my house because there's just so many of us. But if I'm in my house by myself, I'm like, what was that? What was that? Yeah. And I'm like, there's so many entrances someone could get into my house. You know? Like, my brain, like, right now <laughs> is like, I would probably mark, be marked 1F. But I have a son. Yeah. I have a child. True. I could not stay in that house. No, that's true. I could not. No. That would be the scariest fucking thing. Yeah. You know, what if this chick's a single mom? What if... Yeah. You know? And yeah, they're only they, marking her. They're, they're not, not worried give, about kids. They're not yeah. going to give a fuck about the kid. Yeah. But it could be anything, though. It could be, yeah, to rob the place. To rape her. To rape her. Yeah. To murder her. Like, anything. Like, my brain. To human sex trafficking. Like, who knows? Kidnapping, rape. Like, that's literally where my head went immediately. Yeah. So, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So, just, you know, we're in snowy season right now. I don't know how they mark you if it's not snow, but... If you happen to see, I'm going to inspect the shit out of my trash can, make sure no one's writing shit on it, and be like, they're not home at six. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Some shit like that. The house is empty until 2.30 p.m. And does that mean that one of the trash men is in on it? And when he oh, comes shit. to collect the trash, he gets his messages from this person. Who knows? Oh, my gosh. Know. Yeah. How, how wide is that net cast? Right. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, or it could be the trash man spying on you, and he's writing it to let these other people... Who the fuck knows? But someone's watching, girl, and that's scary shit. That's really terrible. I would I would not just go back with someone else. I would let my lease people know, like, I'm moving out. This is what happened. This is why I'm not You're safe gonna, here. You have to let me break my lease. Like, this is unsafe. I would get out of there no matter what I had to do. Yeah. Anyway. I 100% agree. So, just be careful out there, guys. It's a fucked up world. Man. Objectum sexual to that. It's pretty uh, night and day. Yeah. <laughs> We're going from one spectrum to the other. We're going we? to funny, happy to like, oh, shit. Girls, watch your trash cans. Yes. <laughs> or your mailboxes or anything where there anything could be a mark. That, yeah, that you could get marked. Jeebus. I'm a widow What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here But I'm a creep
Okay, I'm I'm excited. So, she wouldn't tell me what to call this episode, so I have no idea what we're getting into right now. So, obviously, you know my love of history. So I found something. Actually, on New Year's Eve, I went to Jen and John's house. Okay. And I was talking to uh, one of our neighbor's daughters, and she was. We were talking about how you know we had this podcast. She's like, oh, what is it about? I was like, literally anything weird, anything scary, anything paranormal, anything fucked up, like anything. And she yeah. was like, have you ever heard of this French guy, Terre? And I was like, no. <laughs> and she's just, this chick was awesome. She was just offbeat enough yeah. to like, and she told me all about this guy. And I was like. Oh. How do you spell his name? Right. Looking <laughs> so, it up now. Right. So I figured this guy is perfect. Okay. Well, so, you're really hyping him up, so yeah. hopefully he lives up to it. So this is the story of Terer, who's an insatiable glutton who ate everything from human flesh to live eels. Ew. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Terer, an 18th century French showman, could eat enough to feed 15 people and swallow cats whole. But his stomach was never... Swallow cats whole? Is this a real person or is this like a fairy tale? This is a real person. What? Yeah. They must have been baby cats. Swallow cats whole, but his stomach was never satisfied. They found Tarar or Terer, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, um, it's a theme in our show. <laughs> in a gutter, <laughs> shoveling fistfuls of garbage into his mouth. What the fuck? It was the 1790s and Terer, born circa 1772, known only as Terer was a soldier in the French Revolutionary Army with an almost inhuman appetite. Sounds like it. uh, Yeah, it's disgusting. Just wait. Oh, God. The army had already quadrupled his rations, but even after downing enough food to feed four men, he would still scavenge through the refuse piles, guzzling down every discarded shred of waste they'd thrown away. And the strangest part of all of this was that he always looked as though he were starving. What? The young man barely weighed 100 pounds, and he seemed constantly tired and distracted. He was showing every possible sign of undernourishment, except, of course, that he was eating enough to feed a small barracks. Well, he probably had a fucking parasite because he's eating garbage. So, when I first... So, when she first started telling me about this guy... Yeah. I was thinking, one, he has a parasite. Yeah. And it's, like, making its way to his fucking brain. Or... Um, when I was in, well, we were in high school, yeah. I was in, um, like one of those peer, peer helping kind of things. Yeah. yeah. But I worked with, um, like the mentally challenged kids mm-hmm. and the girl that I worked with all year, my senior year, she, um, had, I never remember what it's called until I see it. And I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Um, she had this weird disease it's like a part like an enzyme or something in your brain doesn't fully do its job or whatever right. and um you literally never feel full your brain does not send the signal i mean i could see seeing that. that you're full and so you know her parents had to put locks on the fridge and on oh the my gosh cabinets because literally she feels like she was starving but was she all the time overweight no, because her parents But had, she would have been. Yeah. Yeah, people, so this guy being skinny, it doesn't make sense. People with this, with the disease that I'm talking about, yeah. 
are are usually very morbidly obese. Yeah, because they could. They literally neat, neat, neat. They, they never feel full. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lord, for not giving me that. Mm-hmm. So. That's terrifying. You know, and then I was thinking something metabolic, something, you know. But then I continued to read. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, there must have been a few of his comrades who just wanted to get rid of him. Tarar, after all, not only burned through the army's rations, but also stunk so horribly that a visible vapor rose out of his body like a real-life cartoon stink line. No fucking way. But for two military surgeons, Dr. Corville and Baron Percy, Tarar was too fascinating to let go. Who was the strange man they wanted to know? Who could have a wheelbarrow of food poured down his throat and still stay hungry? Who was Tarar? And skinny. Mm-hmm. So. He was an alien. <laughs> He's definitely a sideshow. <laughs> so it says the man who swallowed cats whole. This, this this is like the old lady that swallowed a shoe or whatever. Kind of yeah. The, spider the man who the swallowed cats called. whole. So I was reading a lot of. I was getting my information from a lot of different places. Yeah. But the one that had the best. Was, I want that one. Was from allthatsinteresting.com. dot com, uh-huh. and they always have really cool stuff. So it says Terrar's strange appetite had been with him his whole life. It was completely insatiable, so much so that when he was a teenager, his parents, unable to afford the massive piles of food it took to feed him, kicked him out of their house. Let me ask you something real quick. Yeah. Were the cats that he ate alive? I'm going to assume, but I... I... So he was also a monster? He just killed fucking cats? Okay. Yeah, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He then made his own way as a traveling showman. He fell in with a band of prostitutes and thieves who would tour France, putting on acts while they picked the audience's pockets. Terrar was one of their star attractions, the incredible man who could eat anything. He's like a goat man. He's something. <laughs> His massive deformed jaw would swing open <gasps> so Creepy. wide that he could pour a whole basket of apples down his mouth and hold a dozen of them in his cheeks like a chipmunk. <sighs> he would swallow corks, stones and live animals whole oh my god all to the joy and disgust of the crowd oh my god those poor animals according to those who saw his act he seized a live cat with his teeth even traded or disemboweled it sucked its blood and ate it leaving the bare skeleton only you guys gonna say how the fuck is he gonna put a goat in his mouth? <laughs> he also <laughs> ate. Wait a minute, here. He also ate dogs in the same manner. On one oh. oca- on one occasion, it was said that he swallowed a living eel without chewing it. Tarar's reputation preceded him everywhere he went, even in the animal kingdom. Baron Percy, the surgeon who took such an interest in this case, mused in his notes. The dogs and cats fled in terror at his aspect, <laughs> as if they had anticipated the kind of fate he was prepping for them. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Trash is one thing. Literally in a different fucking gutter. still alive. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk sagging skin and his stench. Okay. Terrar baffled the surgeons. At the age of 17, he weighed just 100 pounds. And although he ate live animals and trash, he seemed to be sane. He was... What makes them seem sane? <laughs> well, I mean, it, he didn't He didn't seem like he was missing any of his mental faculties, you know what I mean? Except that he ate Except trash he and was just animals. eccentric and 
ate weird shit, you know? That's crazy. But, like, mentally... Well, I guess he he's was, not crazy, but you know what I mean. Yeah, he was, he's there. He was seemingly just a young man with an inexplicable... An inexplicably insatiable appetite. His body, as you might imagine, wasn't a pretty sight. I don't know. I'm kind of getting hot, hot man vibes here. <laughs> yeah. hundred pounds of saggy skin and aroma. That you can aroma fizz, fizz you, or whatever. That you can visibly steam. see. Yeah, aroma <laughs> steam coming out of him. Terrar's skin had to stretch to incredible degrees to fit all of the food he shoved down his gullet. When he ate, he would blow up like a balloon, especially in his stomach region. But shortly after, he would step into the bathroom and release nearly everything, leaving behind a mess that surgeons described as fetid beyond all conception. Oh my When his stomach was empty, his skin would sag down so deeply that you could tie the hanging folds of skin around his waist like a belt. His cheeks would droop down like elephant ears. At 17? I don't know. Maybe his whole life. I have no idea. These hanging folds of skin were part of the secret of how he could fit so much in his, or sorry, so much food in his mouth. His skin would stretch out like a rubber band, letting him stuff whole bushels of food inside his massive cheeks. Oh my God. But mass consumption of quantities of food created an awful smell. I don't know. I'm thinking peaches and rainbows right now. I mean, if your aroma is literally visible... I've never heard of anything like that in my life. That's got to be the worst fucking thing ever. Um, I can't even imagine. As the doctors worded it in his medical records, he often stank to such a degree that he could not be endured within the distance of 20 paces. Oh my god. So you, you couldn't be within 20 feet of him yeah. without like wanting to fucking barf. <laughs> it was it was always Gross. on him that horrible stench that seeped off his body. His body was hot to the touch, so much that the man dripped a constant sweat that stunk like sewer water. Ew. <laughs> this guy's hot. And it would rinse off of him in a vapor so putrid that you could see it drifting around him in a visible cloud of stink. That is so nuts. Yeah. In comes the French army. Okay. Um. They're like... You're going to be a soldier and you're going to eat all the other soldiers. Right. We're going to have you <laughs> eat the enemy. Secret, <laughs> like, <laughs> you're a secret weapon. <laughs> right. I'm going to send you to pressure for you to eat the general. Like, <laughs> By the time the doctors found him, Tarar had given up his life as a sideshow performer to fight for France's liberty. But France didn't want him. Hell, I was going to say, they'd be like, no thanks. Imagine, <laughs> I don't know why. He was pulled off the front lines and sent into a surgeon's room where Baron Percy and Dr. Corville ran test after test on him, trying to understand his medical marvel. One man, though, believed that Terrar could help his country. General Alexander de Beauharnay. Beauharnay. I don't speak <laughs> French, so that's as good as it's going to get. Uh, France was now at war with Prussia and... The general was convinced that Terrar's strange condition made him a perfect courier. General de Beauharnay, <laughs> General de Beauharnay, ran an ex- I I could be way off on how that's even I'm sure, pronounced, I'm sure it is. but I really don't give a fuck. He's not alive now, so I'm not offending anybody except his 
relatives, but you know. Because I'm sure they're listening to us. <laughs> Read an experiment. He put a document inside of a wooden box. Oh. Had to eat it and then waited for it to pass through his body. How does a wooden box get down your throat, though? Well, don't forget his gullet oh, yeah. expands. So then he had some poor unfortunate soldier clean through Tarar's mess and fish oh, out the box my to see if the document could still be read. Oh my gosh, what a nightmare job. It worked. Oh. And Tarar was given... Does he also have like a huge expanding asshole? He must. Well... About a they, wooden box. They did, well, they didn't give the specifications of the box. It could be like... Well, still. I, I mean, I'm not saying I can shit on a box. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> Katie's like, I mean, if the dimensions are right. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can try it, yeah. No. Um, uh, disguised as a Prussian peasant, he was to sneak past enemy lines to deliver a top-secret message to a captured French colonel. The message would be hidden inside of a box, safely enclosed inside of his stomach. <laughs> Tar didn't get far... Imagine. Perhaps they should have expected that a man with sagging skin and a putrid stench that could be smelled from miles away would attract attention instantly. Right. And as this supposed Prussian peasant couldn't speak German, it didn't take long for the Prussians to figure out that Terrar was a French spy. How? Because he was stinky and saggy skin? I well, would have thought they would be like... The way that he looked and his stench is what drew their attention to him. Right. So then, then they when they more. would start to talk to him yeah. to find out who he was... Okay. The fact that he was in Prussia but didn't speak German... Oh, okay. They were okay. like, wait, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? He was stripped, searched, whipped, and tortured for the better part of a day before he gave up the plot. In time... Terrar broke and told the Prussians about the secret message hiding in his stomach. Oh, gosh. They chained him to a latrine and waited. For hours, Terrar had to sit there with his guilt and grief, struggling with the knowledge that he had let down his countrymen while he waited for his bowels to move. When they finally did, though, <laughs> all the Prussian general found inside the <laughs> box was the note that simply asked the recipient... To let them know if Terrar had delivered it successfully. Oh. General de Beauharnay, it turns out, still didn't trust Terrar enough to send him off with any real information. The whole thing had just been another test. Oh my god. So, another French asshole. The Prussian general was so furious that he ordered Terrar to be hung. Once he'd calmed down, though, he felt a little pity for the flabby man openly sobbing on the gallows. He had a change of heart and let Terrar go back to the French lines, warning him with a quick thrashing never to try a stunt like this again. Well, I like that guy. I do, too. Not all Germans are bad. No. My sister, there's an episode that I did with her where she goes, Why are Germans so evil? (laughs) She said it just like that. And on the MFUs, I like just kept replaying it. <laughs> I, was like, what I mean, they're they're. Uh, I mean, I have German in my blood, so I'm allowed to say this. My family's still there, but she's right. Like their language sounds demonic. It does. You know what I mean? But Roni, I don't know if she was drinking, but she was getting all hyped up. Why are Germans so evil? <laughs> like she's possessed. <laughs> so, Ronnie. Love you. <laughs> um, all Germans aren't evil, seems. This Prussian general felt bad for this fat, smelly French guy. Yeah, so our relatives are like like him. 
Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Safely back in France, Terrar begged the army never to make him deliver another secret message. He didn't want to be this way anymore, he told them, and he pleaded with Baron Percy to make him like everyone else. Percy did his best. He fed Terrar wine vinegar, tobacco pills, laudanum, because, sure, let's die today. What is laudanum? Poison. Oh. And what the fuck is a tobacco pill? <laughs> I, I don't know, but do they come in bulk? <laughs> and every medicine he could imagine in the hopes of quenching his incredible appetite. But Terrar stayed the same no matter what he tried. If anything, he was hungrier than ever. Oh, no God. amount he of... He ate the doctor. <laughs> that he would be the doctor. fucking piece de resistance. <laughs> the insatiable Terrar sought out other meals in the worst possible places. Oh, God. During one desperate fit of hunger... He was caught drinking the blood that had been removed from the hospital's patients and even eating some of the bodies in the morgue. I mean, I, okay, I can see you have this insatiable hunger, but what is attracting you to dead bodies? I'm blood? wondering if it's like the laudanum and all this stuff is getting into his system. But he was it's, eating shit before that. He was eating shit. And he was eating animals. Yeah, but... Blood and all, sucking their blood. I'm wondering if that triggered something in his brain to make him feel like he needs something that is in, like, the blood or something. Maybe he's like the iron, iron deficient. Yeah. yeah. So... That's what I do when my iron's low, so... You go to the morgue? Yes. Yeah. No, I just blood. go to, like, the food bank, or the blood bank. <laughs> just steal, hook, steal some bags. Straw. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he was eating blood, some of the bodies, okay, so he was eating bodies Bodies. in the morgue. Yeah. When a 14-month-old baby disappeared, and rumors started to spread that Tarar was behind it, Baron Percy got fed up. He chased Tarar out, forcing him to fend for himself from then on, and tried to erase the whole disturbing affair from his mind. I- Do you think he ate the baby? Apparently the whole world thinks he ate the baby. I couldn't find anything definitive or anything to disprove it. I mean, he would have to have shit out tiny bones. Yeah. Or he would just do the whole, like, suck the blood and eat the organs shit. Mm-hmm. And dispose of the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that would be... That would make him, I can say, officially crazy. Yeah. If the other shit didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, everything, I mean, I'm not done, but like everything I have, I have dug and dug and dug and dug and dug. There is no proof that he ate a baby and there is no proof that he did not eat a baby. So the general consensus is, is he ate a baby? Is he ate a baby? Because they never found this fucking baby. That's so sad. Oh my God. I would stab a bitch. And it was 14 months. Oh yeah. So it's like goo goo gaga, and it's you're saying, like, "Mama, you're like, ah, la, 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 la. yeah, let me fucking gnaw on you." Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Four years later, though, Baron Percy received word that Terrar had turned up in a hospital in Versailles. The man who could eat anything was dying. Percy learned this would be his last chance to see this medical anomaly alive. Real quick, okay. What do you think this man died from? Uh um. Uh, what could it be? I don't know. A tapeworm? <laughs> That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Baron Percy was with Terrar when he died of tuberculosis. 
Oh, okay. Something completely fucking yeah. unrelated. He lives his life in the dirtiest way, but he right. dies from He should have died from, like, something that, you know... Sepsis or something? Decomposing... Holes in his stomach shit. and... Shit, yeah. How does he not poke holes in his intestines? I yeah. Mean, I just don't understand. TB, rabies even? Yeah, Tuberculosis seriously. in 17- poisoning? Right. <laughs> 1798. For all the horrible smells that had drifted out of Terrar while he was alive, nothing compared to the stench that poured out when he died. Oh my god. The doctors with him struggled to breathe through the noxious odors that filled Noxious? I hate that word. I love it. It's better than moist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Through the noxious odors that filled every inch of the room. Uh. The description of the autopsy is nothing short of disgusting. Oh, do you have it? I have some of it. Okay. The entrails were putrefied, confounded together, and immersed in pus. <gasps> the oh liver was excessively large, void of consistence, and in a putrescent state. The gallbladder was of considerable magnitude, the stomach in a lax state, and having ulcerated patches dispersed about it, covered almost the whole of the abdominal region. So they're saying his stomach filled up his entire abdominal cavity. Yeah. All, uh, his liver was enlarged. Yeah. And he probably had like liver cancer or cirrhosis. Yeah. But all of his other major organs were covered and filled with pus. Oh, that is so disgusting. Mm -hmm. His stomach. How old was he when he died? Do you know? Um, Oh, we can look later. I'll do the math in a minute. Yeah. His stomach, they found, was so massive that it nearly filled his entire abdominal cavity. His gullet, likewise, was unusually wide, and his jaw could stretch so wide, um, sorry, so wide open, that as the reports put it, a cylinder of a foot in circumference could be introduced without touching the palate. Oh my god. Perhaps they could have learned more about Terrar's strange condition, but the stench became so overpowering that even Baron Percy gave up. The doctor stopped the autopsy midway through, unable to bear a single second more of his stench. They'd learned one thing, though. Terrar's condition wasn't in his mind. Every strange thing he had done had started with a genuine, constant, biological need to eat. The poor man's every experience had been dictated by the strange body he'd been born with, one that cursed him to a... Her, uh, bleh, bleh, cursed him to a life of eternal hunger. Now, was there anyone else ever born with that kind of weird shit? If they were, they were not as famous as yeah. this whack job. That is the most unfortunate thing. So he died in 1798 and he was born in. 17. No. He was born. <laughs> he was 10. He was born in 1772. Okay, so that makes him, what, 27? 26? 98. What did I say? 1772. 1798 he died. So he was young. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, R.I.P. Gullet boy. Gullet boy? <laughs> um, before we go, we are going to throw some shout-outs at the end of this episode. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. So, we have a few to do today, and we'll do more on a future episode. We have some really awesome um, people that we're friends with on 
social media, and we decided we should do some shout-outs. Hell yeah. So, the first one, they have an awesome name. It's called Watching Films on the Toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, watching films on the toilet is about two knackered dads enjoying movies as they watch their kids on the toilet. <laughs> um, that sounded like it was... <laughs> that sounds awesome. Hold on. Two knackered dads enjoy movies they can't watch with their kids on the toilet. Okay. I love it. Sorry, guys. They're not watching their kids on the toilet. We need Aww. to take that part out. They are watching movies that they cannot enjoy with their kids. On the, on the toilet. toilet. <laughs> and then they chat about them in a roundabout way. <laughs> Check them out, even though I probably just scared you away from them. That was uh, my bad, not theirs. I think you drew me closer to them. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, the next one is Happily Ever Slasher. Yay! Happily Ever Slasher is Friends feminists, and one-time roommates Amanda and Brooke exploring the unexpected similarities between horror movies and romantic comedies through commentary, analysis, and lots of laughs. Now that is a pretty genius idea for a podcast. I fucking love it. I would have never been like, what do horror movies and rom-coms have in, you know, common? Surprisingly, Surprisingly a lot. Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah, and you ladies are fucking geniuses for putting that shit together. Yeah, for real. I'm like, damn it. Why did we think of that? Mm-hmm. I would have never, never thought the of The second we all started following each other uh-huh. on social media and I read their name, uh-huh. I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. I love this. <laughs> this one is um, called, hold on, it's just saying podcast. You know, the universe speaks. Mm-hmm. And all there says is wizards, furries, time travel, and beer. <laughs> Hell yeah. That pretty much sums up our nonsense. <laughs> so check them out. Okay. I'll do a couple more here. And if you weren't mentioned on this one, you will be on a very. On the next one. Yeah, on the next episode. On a very. On a very. On a very next episode. On a very next episode. <laughs> Let's see. I'll do a few more. The Right Shoe Podcast, for all things strange and unusual, especially in reference to a death. Cool. Then we have Cat Eye Podcast. My podcast is called Cat Eye Podcast, and I talk about everything and anything, including sex, life stories, and commentary on topics. Hell yeah. All right, these people are pretty awesome. This is uh, Text Me When You Get Home, where Text Me When You Get Home, a chatty comedy podcast that tells stories of true crime, paranormal, and other creepy stuff. Yep. So they're cool. Yep. I was talking to them the other day. Okay, and the last one is a band that Katie and I just met. They're out of Nashville. I should have asked him if he knew Paul Scott. Um, Oh, yeah. They're called Callus, and we're actually going to... Do some sort of collaboration, whether we put like his song on our show, and they're gonna, yeah. Well, he doesn't have a show, but they're gonna. They've been sharing our stuff like all over the place, which is really cool, and their music is really cool. So we are going to end this episode on uh, one of his songs, one of their songs. Hell yeah! All right, guys, enjoy the music, and don't forget to check out the band Callus. Bye. Bye.
Where are you?